Hey guys, I'm sure that you already realized this, but just in case you haven't, you are not going to be able to do business the same way that you did last year. You are going to need some new things in your business in order to stand out in 2021. We all know 2020 changed everything and business is not going to be the same this year. You need something new and some new strategy to keep up and stand out in your industry. Listen in for three things that I think will be key to your business success this year. Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Walker, your business coach, speaker, and accountability group leader. Here, female entrepreneurs and business owners like yourself can find help getting more focused and strategic in your business so you can reach your goals with less overwhelm and distractibility. I want to start out by just letting you know that the 2021 Lakeside Conference is live and ready for you. For our longtime listeners, you know that we host a two-day in-person business conference every year. This year, we are moving the event to an online platform, which we are actually really excited about. It allows us to network and catch up face-to-face online in small groups, one-on-one. You still get to see the trainers on the virtual stage, ask your questions in real time, nothing's gonna be pre-recorded. And new for this year, we have targeted content. We're gonna walk you through the path of optimizing or creating an offer from idea to launch with experts on each step live online. You can go to womensbusinessworkshop.com forward slash Lakeside Conference to learn more. All right, grab a notebook and get ready to jot down some new ideas, places where you can improve your business as we work through this episode together. So what did 2020 actually change in business? We all know all the crazy thing that happened, but what did it actually change? In my opinion, I think 2020 showed us three things. Uh, It showed what does work in our business. So during that crazy time, what kept selling and who kept showing up in your audience to buy? It also showed where we have our gaps or foundational issues that fell short. I think we all had a little bit more time to look at our business as a whole and reflect on all those things that never got put into place the right way. A lot of us, when we started out, uh, we're just kind of winging things and throwing things together as we figured out what we needed. And a lot of the business owners I worked with this year really took the time to figure out what those gaps were. Sometimes those were shown to you just based on the change in the market this year. So, But some of them also uh, were through some reflection. It also showed us what we were relying on too heavily Uh, For example, if speaking events or in-person revenue were the only things getting you clients and money, then you learned pretty quickly that you need to diversify. Because so much moved online in 2020, social media has gotten really crowded. I mean, we all spent a lot of time on social media over the pandemic. And for businesses, some of that can be good, but it also makes for a more crowded space. And some businesses, as you guys have noticed, resorted to the online version of shouting and pushing to get their message and sales conversations in your face and in your DMs, and nobody likes that. There are definitely better ways that we'll talk about today. So in 2021, your business is going to need some refreshing, and a lot of you have worked through that, but I want you to keep in mind 
these following three things to see if this is something that you can add into your business or if it's something that you really need to reflect on. I think in 2020, one of the biggest things that's going to be key is authentic and intentional communication. We want to be talked with. We don't want to be talked at. We don't want to be preached to. We don't want to be shamed. Uh, We don't want to be yelled at in all caps. We want to feel like we're more than a sale or a lead. We don't need to be your BFF, but we want to know that we mean more to you than just money. So how do we infuse authentic and intentional communication into our marketing plans? This can be through your copy. It can be through your online conversations, through your networking interactions, even through your offers. So let's break this down a little bit. Um, The first one, let's look at your person-to-person strategy. This is all about how you're connecting with people in your audience, potential clients, paying clients. How are you interacting with them and how are you attracting new clients through person to person. And I think this feels the most natural to a lot of small business owners because it just it's what we naturally do is connecting with people and building relationships. But sometimes that can get lost when we get caught up in all of the digital marketing and um, all the flashy things that we're all quote unquote supposed to have in our business. So for 2021, let's just make sure we have a real person to real person strategy. This looks like when you're meeting people, how are you introducing yourself? Is it straight off the bat a sales pitch or is it an honest start of a conversation? There's ways to do a networking introduction in a natural yet compelling and memorable way. And I think this is really important now that a lot of our networking is being done online and I'm the first person to say I love in-person connections, in-person networking. But it's on pause right now, guys, so we need to find other ways to stand out when we're networking and how to actually build a relationship in an online networking space. And it is possible. So when you start introducing yourself, do people tune out because it just sounds like a memorized spiel or are they engaging with what you're saying? And are you sharing things related to your job, but that might help you stand out or might help you be remembered by the right people? And keep in mind, when you're doing an online networking event, everyone who's on the, in the meeting is probably not your ideal client. So you want your introduction to stand out to the right people. So the people who it, it does not relate to, that's okay. So you don't need to try to find one way to introduce yourself that is going to fit with every single person in the meeting because that's that's not the goal. It's The goal is to attract the people who are your ideal clients that happen to be on the call. So think about how you introduce yourself and see what you can share or how you can infuse your personality into what you're saying. The other key is to try to find some events where there's actual interaction. I know a lot of us are Zoomed out, but I think that's because so many of the events are just, you log on, you get to say your you know, one minute, two minute little pitch. Everyone gets to say one. People are busy working and doing other things while people are sharing. Then you listen to a speaker, maybe ask a question or two, and then that's the end of the meeting. There's not really any relationship building happening. You're not really getting noticed. I'm not saying those 
those type of events are bad, sometimes you can really learn a lot and showing up is showing up. But look for opportunities where you can share your expertise in the conversation or where they allow for more engaging conversations within the meeting. It not only helps you build relationships if it's an engaging meeting, it helps you stay awake. It helps you stay focused. If it's a great conversation, you're actually paying attention and you're not doing other things during the meeting. This is something that we think is so important that for the conference, we have built in some things so that it's it's more engaging. We have a pre-party a couple weeks beforehand where everyone can get to know each other. We're going to be sharing stories and doing some some more intentional type networking. There's ways that the host can set up the meeting so that it lends itself to relationship building. So we're definitely doing that at the conference. We're doing small group networking. We're doing one-on-one power networking. And then we're doing a co-working session at the end. And Oftentimes that you get to know a little bit more about people's businesses when you work together. Keep all these things in mind too. If you're creating an event for your business, make sure it's interactive and engaging. Be creative. Think outside the box. For a lot of people, this is like being online is new in this capacity. So there's no formula. Make the event what's going to make it fun for your attendees. And Those of you who were doing in-person events before of some kind, you can still do them online. Just be creative. The online meetings and events are not going to go away, so you might as well make the best of them as a user or a host and head into them with a strategy and a plan for how you can make them more interactive and how you can build a relationship within uh, within those meetings. Another part of a person-to-person plan really should be referrals. I know referrals are a big source of business for a lot of you. Referrals are one of the most personal sources of marketing that I think you can get. Unfortunately, and you know who you are, you're afraid to ask for them. Or you make the process of getting referrals this big convoluted contest or all these different steps. And if you have given a transformation to your clients, they're going to want to share. They're going to want to promote you to their friends. Or if if you solved a problem for them and someone in their circles is having that problem, they want to refer you. So the key for you is to make that really easy. Find a natural way to ask for referrals from your paying customers and then make the process easy for those referring you. If that's something you want to work on to together contact me and we can always set up a strategy session around coming up with a plan to make that easier for you. We all love a good referral. Okay, so person-to-person strategy. The next thing that I think you may need in 2021 is a low-cost offer and freebie that you can use to invite people to start working with you. Now, I know a lot of you already have these, so don't fast forward. Keep listening. There's still some good stuff that'll apply to you. I think almost every kind of business can benefit from a lead magnet. If you're in the camp that says it won't work for your type of business, I want you to keep an open mind. I bet I could find one of your competitors attracting new clients with an opt-in. So if you think it's not a right fit for you, I challenge you to see if any of your competitors are already using that, that strategy. The reason I think this is going to be key for 2021 
is that it's a nice low commitment way for new followers to experience your business. People are kind of risk averse right now, it seems like, and and understandably so. Some people are a little more cautious with finances going forward. So an opt-in, a freebie, a low-cost offer, those are all a great way for someone to kind of test drive your business. They arrive as an invitation, and the choice is really in the hands of the user. And I say that unless you're one of the people that are dropping your opt-in into everyone's LinkedIn inbox, assuming that they want it or your free ebook or whatever it is, don't do that. A well-crafted lead magnet and follow-up sequence, it just makes attracting new clients in a busy online space easier and more strategic. If you struggle with selling yourself, which I know some of you do, a lead magnet is a nice, easy way to put yourself out there without feeling spammy because it's an offer. If you do have lead magnets already running in your business, which I know a lot of you do, 2021 is a great time to really optimize these, make sure that it feels like a personal connection, that the email follow-ups are not just spammy, scripted, one after another. Make sure that you are infusing your personality and ways for them to get to know you into that funnel. Now is a great time to really go back and optimize those and also make sure that any of the links that you've shared, if you shared your Facebook group and now you don't have one anymore, make sure you go back in and and really fine tune those things. And if you have lead magnets that aren't really converting, it's a great time to take a fresh look at them. Our next episode is with Jennifer Wilson and she's going to be talking about lead magnets and what you may be doing wrong. I'm going to share my failed lead magnet story. Jen is super generous in this episode, and she has shared a lot. So I think you guys will get a lot out of it, whether you are a lead magnet pro or whether you've not ever done one before. So tune in for that. That's coming up soon. She's also leading a workshop at the Lakeside Conference called Creating a Sticky Lead Magnet That Attracts Your Dream Client. All right, so a person-to-person strategy and an easy yes invitation offer are two things I think you should have in 2021. The third one is I think you probably need some new visibility. Last year, I know a lot of you relied on in-person events for visibility, whether that was speaking, networking, sponsoring, maybe even hosting some meetups or events on your own. But with the pause of in-person events, a lot of business owners are scrambling to find new visibility and ways to get new eyes on their business. So we should all have multiple sources of visibility on multiple platforms in multiple spaces and you're going to need to think outside your box and you may have to get uncomfortable, of course, trying something new. So if you're used to one type of speaking engagement and you're really good at it, that probably means you're going to be good at doing that same speaking engagement just in a different platform or it's going to look differently. So you're going to have to get creative. I don't want you to just wait until things go back to how they were to get seen, because that's not going to happen. I want you to move forward and be inventive. So if you're doing online speaking events, make sure you have a follow-up strategy. You're not going to have the in-person afterwards chit-chat or beforehand chit-chat like you would. So how can you build in other relationship building into your online speaking event? Make sure you have a follow-up strategy. This is where that lead magnet comes in. Maybe you need to start running better ads or start doing online sponsorships. 
maybe you usually sponsor something local and now everything's online and you're gun shy about it. Give it a try and experiment, tweak things, try something new. This is where your notebook comes in. I, I want you to take a minute and map out where your new clients have been coming from over the last six to nine months. What is still working for you? Who is still paying you? Maybe you had a huge boom in business over the pandemic. That's awesome. Where did those people find you? They might be hanging out in different spaces now than they were in the past. So maybe they found you somewhere new. Find out where they initially found you. Another thing you can do is list all the places where someone could find you. And if you only have a couple that work, now's the time to find some new ways to be visible or optimize some of the ones that haven't been getting enough of your attention. But make sure that you have a broad visibility plan and it's not just one or two places or one or two types of visibility. This is your time to get out there and uh, reach out to some podcast hosts and, and get interviewed on some podcasts or host your own online workshop or call the library and see if you can do an online workshop for the library. There's so many ways to get visible. I think we just get stuck in the ones we're comfortable with. And 2021 is the time to get out of your box and to try something new. I think it all comes down to the way to stand out right now is to embrace relationships, whether that's through networking, through building relationships, through a funnel. Funnels do not have to be impersonal places at all. Uh, maybe it's about relationships online, but I think it's also embracing yourself as the heart of your business. You are why people are buying from you. What you bring to the experience it's your vibe, it's your expertise, your background. All of that is why someone's buying from you. So be authentic. Of course, be strategic. Stay true to who you are and the people you serve. And that's what's going to help you stand out in 2021. If this episode spoke to you, please share with another entrepreneur that it might help. And I also think you're going to fit right in at the Lakeside Conference. We're going to all be meeting up online. If you've been there before, come on back. No travel costs this year. And if you haven't been there, come check us out. You're going to fit right in. It's February 22nd and 23rd for this annual conference. It's our fifth year, and we'd love for you to be a part of the Lakeside Conference tribe. Show up with an offer, promotion, or event that you want to be more successful and leave with an optimized offer, action plan, and new connections to help make it happen. Visit womensbusinessworkshop.com forward slash Lakeside Conference. Thanks for listening, everyone. It's an honor to be in your headphones today, and I hope to connect again online. But in the meantime, go get back to work.